This is Laurie Moore Moore with Texas Brave and Strong, tidbits of Texas history you didn't learn in school. Today's episode, Wings Above Texas, 1865. Was a Texan first to fly nearly 40 years before the Wright brothers? Forget Orville and Wilbur Wright. The real father of flight was Jacob Broadbeck who flew his airship in a Texas field nearly 40 years before the Wright brothers flew at Kitty Hawk. At least, that's what many people believe. Who really flew first? Unfortunately, the definitive answer is lost in time. More documentation for the Wright brothers' flight exists, so, naturally, the credit goes to them. However, here's what we do know about Broadbeck and his flying machine. Brodbeck was a well-educated German professor with an aptitude for inventing. He emigrated to Texas in 1846 and settled in Fredericksburg in Gillespie County, where he became a schoolmaster. In his spare time, Professor Brodbeck created a variety of inventions, including a grape stem remover to facilitate the making of wine, a windmill-powered clothes-washing machine for his wife, and rubber-band-powered flying toys for children. He also worked on creating a self-winding clock. While we can't verify his first flight, we can confirm that he was working on designing and building what he called an airship. The Daughters of the Republic of Texas Libraries Collection contains a variety of documents confirming Broadbeck's work on the creation of a flying machine. First is a newspaper clipping of an article from the Galveston Tri-Weekly News from August 7, 1865. In the article, Broadbeck says, For more than 20 years, I have labored to construct a machine which should enable man to use, like a bird, the atmospheric region as the medium of his travels. Note that this article was written before Orville and Wilbur Wright were born. Broadbeck's stated goal for the article was to attract funding for the building of a large flying machine which he intended to patent. He went on to say, I have therefore concluded to collect subscriptions. These subscriptions I shall not ask as donations, but as shares, to be refunded together with a part of the proceeds of the sale of the patent right, or the sale of airships, as the case may be. I have put the price of one share at five dollars. Every shareholder will receive a certificate, securing to him a proportionate interest in the proceeds of the enterprise. Also in the library's collection are four quarter-share stock certificates, together representing one full share of stock in Broadbeck's enterprise. The owner of the shares was Ferdinand Herf, a San Antonio doctor. One additional document gives credence to Broadbeck's serious work on an airship. Donated by the granddaughter of stockholder Dr. Ferdinand Herf, the six-page typed document entitled Detailed specifications written by Jacob Broadbeck of an airship made by him. Included in the document is an addendum stating that the specifications were, quote, carefully prepared and written in the handwriting of the late Jacob Broadbeck, 
prior to the construction of his airship, which worked successfully as far as it would at that time. It was translated from German to English by his granddaughter, Miss Annie Brodbeck, in 1932. Hmm, you know, I'm not quite clear on the intended meaning of the phrase, which worked successfully as far as it would at that time. <laughs> I assume it means it was, to some extent, a work in progress. At any rate, Brodbeck built a prototype powered by two large clockwork motors. The intent of the second motor was to extend the distance the airship could fly. The idea was that when the first motor was exhausted, the second motor would rewind it and vice versa. The design also included a stabilizer, or canard, in front of the nose to prevent stalling. Where this double motor airship's demonstration flight took place is unclear. Some reports say in San Antonio at San Pedro Park. Others believe the flight was in or near Fredericksburg, perhaps in Luckenbach. At any rate, on August 6, 1865, the machine got off the ground, flew a short distance, and crashed into a tree. Brodbeck was not injured. A glass plate image of what is purported to be the wrecked plane is also in the Broadbeck collection in the Daughters of the Texas Republic Library. The Texas State Historical Association further documents the test flight, writing that Broadbeck's airship rose 12 feet and traveled about 100 yards before its spring motor unwound, causing it to crash into a Luckenbach field. Despite the disappointing demonstration, Brodbeck remained persistent. He attended the St. Louis World's Fair in 1900, soliciting investors with copies of his drawings and specifications. Unfortunately, his plans and other materials were all stolen, a crime which was not solved. His work was recognized after his death. Brodbeck was saluted by Air Force historians for his contributions to air flight on the 75th anniversary of the arrival of the first military airplane at Fort Sam Houston. In 1967, Texas Governor John Connolly declared him the father of American aviation. While Brodbeck does not bear the official title of first to fly, he remains a Texan known for his creativity and persistence in following his dream to break the bounds of earth and fly. This has been Laurie Moore Moore with Texas Brave and Strong, the best little podcast in Texas. Be sure to check out my historical novel, Gone to Dallas, The Storekeeper, 1856 to 1861. And watch for my new book coming in 2024. Queen of Cotton, Confederate Camel Caravan Across Texas.